the one thing we don't realise is all these things happen a little bit later on in life and when we're at that age we think, damn, should have worn that sunscreen earlier. Linda Long is here. She's a dermal therapist and she is one of the co-owners at Silk Laser Clinics in Rabina on the Gold Coast. So welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. So great to have you and you've taught me so much and I'd love to share this knowledge with our audience today. So let's talk sunscreen and get rid of some of those myths that are hanging around. So why do you think we need to wear sunscreen? Now these questions can seem quite simple and And a lot of people would be like, well, obviously, to protect from the sun. But I'm sure there's a bit more information in there. Well, yeah, the main thing with your sunscreen is protection from the sun. And the sun itself is one of the biggest anti-aging issues when it comes to people's skin. So sunscreen is going to help with premature aging. It's also going to help with trying to minimise the risk of skin cancers as we get older. The one thing we don't realise is all these things happen a little bit later on in life and when we're at that age we think, damn, we should have worn that sunscreen earlier. That is me. That's what's happening. That's most people. <laughs> oh, so are there any good clients that come in at like 21 and are really, yes. oh, yeah, I wish sure. I was that. For sure. I think because they've had a history of skin cancers in family. So they've learnt from grandparents to wear sunscreen. And so everyone should. We know the risks. We know that there's lots of people suffering this and people die from skin cancer. So we've just got to take that information and do what we need to do and put that cream on. No, and it's good to talk about that because it's, you know, materialistic a lot of the time. We're like all worried about the wrinkles, but also those other health factors. Is yes. There... Yeah, for sure. Yes, some people obviously want to make sure they look good. But when you do have your skin cancers removed, it may leave scarring. It does make you look older than what you might feel as well. So with people, it's all about self-confidencing in making sure your skin's looking nice. Mm, Beautiful. And that scar is such a reminder, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Like seeing that every day in the mirror, thinking, wow. I could could have prevented that. Mm, Mm. Definitely. Okay. So next up, that Argument would be, well, you know, if I've got sunscreen on, am I going to be getting enough vitamin D? Because we know that we're supposed to get a certain amount of vitamin D each day. Luckily yep. on the Gold Coast, we main, <laughs> we do normally, not this summer. Yeah. Geez, where was that summer? So obviously sun helps us feel good, the vitamin D, yeah. and we're supposed to get, is it about 15 minutes a day? Yeah, 10 to 15 minutes a day. And it's getting that UVB sort of earlier in the day rather than in the middle of the day. Clients always say, but I I need to get my vitamin D. And that's fine. Definitely get your vitamin D because that's going to make sure that you've got stronger bones when you're older. But just limit that to the earlier morning when the UVB and the UVA rays aren't as strong. Okay, so tell us exactly what times. Definitely get into the sun, preferably before 11 it's that simple. Before 11 o'clock, I would normally say in the middle of summer before nine because the UV index is just really high and that's when you're going to get a lot of the burning and the damage. Okay. So for you personally, do you do morning walks on the beach and so you just don't have any sunscreen on until you've had your walk, got your vitamin D and then you'll put your sunscreen on or you'll automatically put it on as soon as you wake up? Look, me personally, I'll always have it on my face. I may not put it on my arms and legs first thing in the morning, 
But if I'm at the beach, yes, I've definitely got it on all over my body. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I do supplement vitamin D just because I know I am on the lower side and that might be because I work indoors a lot so I don't get outside. You've got beautiful much. skin. Thank you. Obviously, with what you do. Yes. <laughs> you, I you take a lot of pride. After 21 years of being in the industry, I've got a bit of an understanding on how to look after my face. <laughs> you sure do. You sure do. Are there some other clients coming in saying, oh, yeah, no, I don't need it? Or what kind of feedback yes. do you get? Look, I do get people, obviously, with more of the olive complexion and the darker tones, they tend to think that they don't need the sunscreen because when you've got more natural colour in your skin, you're protected a little bit more from the UV radiation. But we do live in Queensland, so we do, in Australia in general, Mm. have a lot of UV radiation come through to our atmosphere. So all skin types are prone to possibly getting skin cancers. So everyone should be wearing sunscreen. A myth that I had been told and I started to do it for a little while was wearing Back in the what eighties, when people put coconut oil on to tan, <laughs> but it had like a little bit of so-called SPF in it, mm. like a four or something. Yes. Now I got told by people that are into natural kind of remedies, and they said actual coconut oil from the jar, like say the cooking coconut oil. You, you just said it there, cooking. Yes. yes. To put that on because it doesn't have any chemicals and it would be better for you than a sunscreen. What do you have to say about that? Like I just said, you said cooking. So you're putting an oil onto your skin. No matter what kind of oil is going on, it's going to heat up on the skin and create heat and burn. And bubbles, Ah. bubbling. Mm -hmm. Okay. So well, that didn't help me when I did that a couple of times. (laughs) 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 Oopsies. Well, yeah, I mean, those kinds of things, they're not a go-to for sun protection. All right. What well, we got rid of that myth. Don't yeah. do that one. No. Well, you don't really see the coconut reef oils on the shelves anymore in the pharmacies to buy. I think I saw a comeback, oh. though. Oh. I think I did see it about a year ago. Scary. Probably very selected pharmacies. All right, let's go into those chemicals then because, mm-hmm. as I said, I was sort of getting a bit scared of putting these chemicals onto my skin and then absorbing because we know that skin absorbs a lot of chemicals and can affect our health. So let's go through those myths with the chemicals. So I think the first thing we need to remember is everything is a chemical. Some chemicals are really good, other chemicals are not so good. So that's when they're more of a toxin. So I know over the last 20 years of me being in this industry, there's been lots of ingredients that have come and then they've gone because there's been that research on them. So a couple of the main ingredients that are not good for you in sunscreen, they've found out is the oxybenzone. Okay. Hopefully I can say all these words properly because some of them are quite technical sounding. No, you've got this. (laughs) (laughs) Octinoxate Mm -hmm. and homosylate. So they've all been linked to endocrine disruption. They've been toxic to the reproductive system. Cancer? Yeah. They're known skin irritants and they're also harmful to coral life. Mm. So they're the ones that we don't see a lot of. Really, they should be banned. I know in Hawaii they've really banned quite a few of those because of the harm it does to the reef. Okay. Mm. 
I might put those ones up in the show notes for the podcast yeah. so that people can really have a look into those. Yep. So they're bad ones. Yes. So have a look at the products that you're using. Make sure that those chemicals aren't in there. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what are the good ones? Yeah, there are, there are plenty that are fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing you've got to look at when you're talking sunscreen is you do have what's called a chemical-based sunscreen and then you've got your physical-based sunscreen. And the difference between those two is a chemical sunscreen will be absorbed into the skin. Mm-hmm. And when it's sitting in the skin, it absorbs the UV radiation and converts it to heat. So it dissipates out of the skin. So it's not absorbed further down past the skin itself. Then you've got your physical sunscreens, which are normally your zinc and titanium dioxide. And they sit on the surface of the skin and help to deflect and scatter the rays. So like the cricketers where they've got the, oh, yeah, white, the white zinc. White well, zinc. even as a kid. Doesn't look cool as though. As a kid, you the used to have zinc. the, the coloured zinc mm. sticks. They were quite thick. But now they've been able to, I guess, make the molecule a little bit smaller so you don't get a massive white face. It gets very glary in photos and your makeup doesn't sit nice on it. So, yeah, your zinc has come a long way in your sun protection. Plus zinc is really healing and it's anti-inflammatory on the skin as well. So why would you use, first of all, the chemical and then we'll go into why you'd use a physical one? Sure. Okay. So a chemical one is better for being in the water. So that's the absorbent one? Yes. So it's better if you're going swimming or if you're getting really sweaty, that's going to last longer on the skin doing its thing. Your zinc or your physical, it's not as water resistant, so it can wash off a lot faster. Um, So I normally use a physical one as more of a daily one for my face. Okay. But if I go to the beach, I'm wearing a nice chemical one. Okay. Yeah. That's just me, my own opinion and what I'm comfortable doing. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with wearing a chemical on every day. What do you wear? Any sunscreen that you find suitable for you and that you're comfortable wearing on a daily basis, you stick to that because something is better than nothing. What do your kids wear? So what would you put on your kids when they go down the beach? And oh, play? I've got them wearing chemical ones. They're all, um, yeah. They do wear a 50 plus. They've also got it in their school bag. So they are meant to put it on when they go out to sport. <laughs> they haven't to. Do you have to check before they go out I now do. that they're Every now a bit then I older? I check the bottles, see if the bottles are getting lighter. <laughs> That's kidding. You've been a good boy because your kids, your son is a teenager. Yeah, so he's 15 and my daughter's 10. So he wouldn't like mum saying in front of his mates, oh, have you put your sunscreen oh, on? Oh, look, I think he's a bit used to it, but he does do rugby. So it does tend to sweat off a little bit easier. So sometimes, it, I don't know. He's okay. He's fine. Last question would be if the makeup that you're using has sunscreen in it, does that mean, oh, cool, I'm covered, don't need to worry about sunscreen, like, underneath? All right, I get that one all the time Mm -hmm. as well. So ideally you are meant to put about a teaspoon of sunscreen on your face to make sure it's as much protection as possible. So to put a teaspoon of foundation on your face is not going to look that great. So I would always put your sunscreen on first and then put your foundation on top. So that way you've got a bit of a layering happening and then you know you've got enough protection. Most foundations are either a 10 or a 15 plus. Ideally, you'd want at minimum 30 plus on your skin. 
Now, you being the skin goddess, would you get people to reapply? Like, so say you're going to work and you've done everything right, putting it underneath, you've put your makeup on, and then they've gone out for lunch and then, you know, they've got to go outdoors again. Do you think that it lasts all day or? If they've got a physical block on, like your zinc, yes, that one can last a little bit longer on the skin. But depending on what they've done during the day, if they've spent the morning at the beach, then they should reapply. But if it's just a standard day where you get up, do you, you know, your skincare, put your sunscreen on, your makeup, and then you maybe at work. So if you're in and out all day, so mm-hmm. you're just getting more incidental sun exposure, it's not too much of a drama. But if you say then going to go to the beach for the afternoon, you would probably want to make sure you've got a good coverage back on. Okay, yeah, because I always thought that. It's like, you know, when you're actually putting sunscreen on at the beach, it's only going to last a couple of hours versus, oh, well, for your makeup on your face all day. Mm. Yeah, okay, that's good to know. So you could possibly have to, if you're out in the sun a lot for your work, you should be doing it at lunchtime as well maybe. Yeah. Okay. Good advice, as always, and I'm so glad that you could share some of your knowledge with us today. Now, tell us where people can find some more handy tips on your Instagram. What is it? Ah, my Instagram is yourskinfluencer underscore. Thank you again for your time, my love, and I'll speak with you soon. Thank you. What's your favourite social media platform? Well, whatever it is, you're going to find us there. Look us up under the Big Sis Movement.